we have a big day coming up on Monday. Oh. Valentine's Day. And I don't know if the listeners out there know it, but I have two very romantic men here. In oh, the my studio. God. <laughs> Jim Collins and Jim O'Brien. And I don't want to spoil the surprise for either Marguerite or Louise for what they're planning for Monday, so I won't ask them. But <laughs> just something about Valentine's Day, Jim, and again, uh, uh, thinking about the way we were. Mm. I remember when I was going to school and I'm older than you, if somebody got a Valentine's Day card, it was very, very unusual. Mm. And even if they did, it was probably from guess who. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So, like, we didn't have a huge tradition uh, of uh, Valentine's Day and, 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 uh, um, you know, marking it. But now it's become very commercialised. So there's the, the... Yes, the champagne and the flowers and the chocolates. You yes. Know. Yeah. Well, I suppose they, they call all these feasts now the Hallmark feasts because yeah. of the card company. The card company, you know, yeah, so, yeah. So, and I think that um, I suppose people use every opportunity to commercialise stuff. And But I, do you know what I think about Valentine's Day? It's just the first kind of big day after Christmas. Yeah. And it's in these dull days. And for, you know, and it gives you a lift just it to does. have something. And I think all the young people embrace it anyway, embrace it. don't they? They and, really and do. And most people don't take it too seriously. It's a bit of crack. It is a bit you of know. crack. And well, you wouldn't want to take it too seriously now. No, absolutely would. not. No. I, I, you know, that I am. Um, but. You know, I think that, that people just. And, and, you know, I mean, if sometimes if you arrive at home with flowers. <laughs> I mean, Louise would like to say, what are those for? Oh, don't spoil the, the surprise now, Jim. But anyway, I have been thinking, and I okay. mean, it's not a new idea at all, but I was just saying, if you didn't want to arrive home with the flowers or the champagne or the chocolates, why not plan, you or Louise or Jim or Marguerite, a romantic meal at home, in yes. your kitchen? Now, set the scene and pick a... a a recipe or a, a meal that isn't going to cost you the earth yeah. or is too difficult to do. So I thought we'd invite somebody who is well, well known in Ireland, a well-known chef, uh, Darina Allen, to come on the show and advise us. Good morning, Darina. Good morning. How are you all there in lovely County Clare? In lovely County Clare. And you're from lovely County Cork. And thank you so much for joining us. It's real uh, pleasure to have you pleasure. on the programme on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Yes, can you hear me? I can indeed, yeah. yes. I said it's a great pleasure to have you on Scarif Bay Community Radio. I'm a fan for years, Darina. So I'm hoping that you will advise all these men or women who are going to plan this romantic meal for their partners on Monday. So, Oh, well now, you, you, what, what, um, tell me what would you... Uh, what would you like? Do you want me to, to chat about some uh, recipes or what would you like? I think recipes would be nice. You can set yeah. the scene too, if you like. Uh, yeah, well, um, you know, uh, uh, since Valentine's Day, uh, I, I, I really think it's worth generating a bit of excitement around it. It doesn't matter what age you are. And I'm sort of, uh, I, I'm now 73 and yet I get all excited about it every year. Yes. Because I'm, ex- I'm, I'm surrounded by... Um, young people here at the Ballinger Cookery School as well, and that brings me back in some ways. Um, the the uh, St Valentine's Day always br- brings back memories of when I was at boarding school years ago. It's a long time ago at the Dominican and Wicklow, and of course they, we'd for weeks beforehand we'd be in sort of uh, uh, looking forward to the post coming on uh, on St Valentine's Day with a, a mixture of apprehension and excitement. <laughs> and it was incredible. 
incredibly important, <laughs> yes. uh, you know, to impress all your classmates that you got a, at least one, if not several, Valentine cards, however you managed to organise that. Yes, yeah, well, sometimes you had to organise it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So anyway, I love it. But, you know, uh, particularly now, uh, after what we've all been through for the last couple of years, it's great to sort of uh, generate a little bit of excitement just out of the blue, even with uh, balloons and candles and things like that. But then, uh, again, of course, at this stage, it's probably too late to book a meal in your favourite uh, table at your favourite restaurant. But it's so fun to actually uh, cook, uh, uh, to cook together. And it could be, um, well, just you and your and your very special whoever. Uh, or else it could be two or another couple of couples and all uh, decide to, to cook a meal together. Um, yeah, that's anyway, a lovely idea. Of, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and there, as you were saying, something that's not too expensive and uh, that's easy to do. So a lot of people really think they can't cook at all. But there are lots of things that are, are you could you could do together, like... You know, for example, making a few little uh, a little scones, and then uh, we do a tear and share heart shaped bread uh, of, for Valentine's Day, where you make a white soda bread mixture. I can send you these recipes if you'd like, and you can I, I don't know you can put them up on your website or whatever. We will. We'd to love to do that. Yeah, yeah. thank you. I mean, the uh, the white soda bread is just such an easy thing to do. It's made in minutes, and if you're making a little scones, out of the oven in ten minutes. But anyway, you just literally would put. Um, a, a pound of flour into a nice big bowl, um, a, a level teaspoon of salt, level teaspoon of bicarbonate soda, and uh, then about 14 mix, stirring, you know, uh, about 14 fluid ounces of buttermilk. Hey, presto, uh, it's, the dough is made. Turn it out uh, on a floured thing and then flatten it out. And in this case, you could just either cut it into scones or stamp it out into round scones and you can make it into a heart shape for a bit of gas and a bit of a giggle. You know? Lovely, yes. And then, uh, dip the t- uh, brush the tops of them with a little buttermilk or egg wash or something, dip them into into um, grated cheese and um, just pop them, then, you know, make them into a heart shape and into the oven. And, uh, but, and then... Uh, and then, of course, one could have uh, that, you can have that with anything. But if another fun thing might be to make a very simple cheese fondue, uh, because that's something that sort of sharing is good. And this is so easy too. You just uh, some grated cheddar cheese, um, and then a fist of uh, of cheddar cheese uh, each. But in a little small saucepaner, if you have a fondue pot, they used to be all the rage years ago, wasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a a little pot and put first into it, uh, for two people, say, put two tablespoons of dry white wine uh, and then put, uh, if, well, I, I, this sounds like an ad, but it's not, uh, put in a teaspoon, two teaspoons of Ballymaloo relish or some sort of tomato um, chutney you might have uh, and then a clo- clo- mashed clove of garlic, mix that round, a couple of tablespoons of chopped parsley and then those two fistfuls of uh, grated cheddar cheese. And pop that, have a little bit of lovely crusty bread ready, and then just put that on the heat until it'll melt, and then pop it into the middle of the table, and you both dip in your, take your fork and dip in your, um, your a little bits of crusty bread into it. Oh, that's, that sounds delicious. The two, delicious. the two men in the studio really here really are drooling here. They are, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's really, really easy. That was my mother-in-law. I made that recipe for an Irish um, cheese fondue years ago, and it's great fun. And then the great thing about it is that if you dip your bread in, you have to kiss the person on your, <laughs> your whatever. So you can organise that. You see, so that yes. happens. So that would be very good too. And the other, I mean, then if you wanted to have a whole meal, uh, something that's very easy just to heat up, like 
you know, for example, uh, you have that lovely lamb down in the barren there. You could make a barren lamb tagine with uh, raisins and almonds and have it with some rice. And that mm-hmm. would be ready. So you could just heat it up. And, and again, that's the sharing thing. And then for pudding or dessert, well, it depends. But um, I always think, again, if you want to cook together something like uh, crepes or pancakes, uh, that can be great fun, all the tossing and all of that, and uh, very easy to make. And then you can have a, do a posh version with some uh, lovely orange butter with a little, if you wanted to, a little gramani or something. In it. But even with the orange butter melted in the pan with some orange juice and dip them back into that, and they're all saucy and delicious. That'd be gorgeous, and but I could imagine myself making a mess of pancakes now. Oh, no, no, no. I'll send you a recipe. <laughs> you can't make a mess of them. Uh, and uh, then a lovely big dollop of... of uh, a softly whipped cream with that. And then if you wanted something chocolatey, because normally one thinks of chocolate, don't you? Yes, so you do. So you could do, uh, rather than just having a chocolate cake, you can melt a little chocolate and just put a little teaspoonful of it on a bit of parchment paper and they'll spread out and then sprinkle, you know, some chopped nuts or uh, raisins or, you know, uh, um, there are the, 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 the little bits of little crystallized ginger on top and they're like, they're called chocolate mendion. They have a really posh name. Lovely. And they're lovely little bite, a little bite of chocolate um, at the end of the meal. So that that could be uh, very nice too. So I, anyway, think, I, I think yeah, Jim yeah, has a question course, for you, uh, Dorina. Well, I, I always think, think of oysters as well, of course. Now, I know oysters are not, ever, to everybody says, we love oysters and, you know, all that zinc, that really does the job. Right. And, um, <laughs> So they say. Quite the reputation. So if you didn't like oysters, uh, is is Flaggy Shore, aren't they? Is that in County Clare? It's in it's in the other side of Venice. Yes, Flaggy Shore. Yeah, not too far away. Lovely oysters down there. If you have them, and then otherwise, if you don't like oysters as just as they are, and one could make a lovely little oyster stew, um, and that's really easy. And just all you just need to do is warm it and then have it with some lovely crusty bread so that's another easy thing a sort of treat and all the rest of it and 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 then of course in the end uh, for back to dessert there for a second who doesn't love an apple tart absolutely Uh, an apple tart you could put some sweet geranium leaves or something in it and you know then you're intended could see their whole life stretching out ahead of them (laughs) with many apple tarts lovely the smell of lovely crusty bread and uh and uh, or apple tart and that would definitely bring on a proposal i mean they get fed up doesn't matter how sexy you are they get fed up of burnt sausages and hamburgers after a bit you know dorina to everybody's heart yeah jim my one of the gentlemen in the studio with me jim o'brien uh he i think he has something he wants to ask you hi dorina Goes, yeah. um, uh, I, actually, I've been to, to your place a few times. I'm a friend of Bill, Bill Casey, who used to supply your smoked salmon oh, there. Oh, indeed, that wonderful smoked salmon. Yes, yeah, and yes. I've played music with Bill in, in, uh, down there in Ballymaloo on occasion. So, oh uh, yes, we have yeah. to have some nice music too, though. That's for sure. Well, yeah. that's 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 that's, uh, that's uh, well, we have at, at the moment we have um, we got a present of Alexa for Christmas, <laughs> <laughs> and Alexa will play you anything you like. Um, just in terms of the division of labour in the kitchen, uh, Dorina, I mean, sometimes um, you, um, my wife can say to me, you're only in my way. <laughs> oh, no. 
No. That's not so, going to entice you into the kitchen, but I don't want to start as domestic between you. <laughs> but, um, no, I suppose one of the, one of the things, I, I, I must say that I, I spent a lot of the time cooking at home because I was, I, back in 2004, when my, my wife was at home on maternity leave, and we said whoever had the best job at the end of the maternity leave would go back to work, and she had. And um, yeah. so I, I, I was... Um, and when the kids would come home and they'd see Darina Allen's cookbook open on the... <laughs> on the on, 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 great on, expectations. And they'd say, what are you at today? <laughs> um, oh. but, but I suppose in terms of the division of labour, is it, is it, do you think that one person has to be in charge or is it, uh, can, you, can you say, tell the man, listen, the, the, or, or maybe the, 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 woman? the, the woman might mm. be, might be the, the best culinary expert in the house, that, <laughs> that I'll let you do the starter, I'll do the main course. <laughs> well, it doesn't it really depend on the, uh, uh, on, you know, whether somebody loves it or not, because... Uh, I, I think this is something one people have to work out be, between themselves, and uh, uh, it's it's not an easy one. I think there's no size fits all there, mm-hmm. uh, but the oh golly, uh, it's it's a it's a tricky one because if if one person's doing all the work all the time, it's very hard not to start to feel resentful. But the great thing about cooking people, everybody starting to cook something, is that they realise the amount of work that goes into it. And then they're much more appreciative of people, whoever it is who is cooking. I always sort of say, you know, don't forget to hug the cook, whatever (laughs) happens. That's the most important thing. Uh, Because, uh, again, it's like anything, farming or growing vegetables or anything, unless you actually... Uh, do it yourself you know it's very hard to really understand the amount of work and love and effort and you know if you're if it becomes and and of course uh, so the other slight problem is that for years um particularly uh, at my age when at school you know we were all sort of very much encouraged to have a career rather uh, at all costs rather than just cook or or uh, grow something because that was looked on as a much lesser skill so if you were actually at home in the kitchen or whatever it was looked on as drudgery but my goodness it can be so fun mm-hmm. uh, and it is uh, of course it takes an effort to make something delicious and a lot of things can be done quite quickly and easily but it it does take effort so but if yeah. you if you can look on it as fun and if all your family really appreciate what you did and thank you at least thanks say thanks for every meal and give a hug well then that makes it all into a joyful thing rather yeah. than yeah. into drudgery and I know it's difficult an everyday thing but yeah. Gosh, yeah, but I still think right, know, I, sitting I, down around yeah. the table together, apart, apart from the whole Valentine's thing, is uh, something to really hang on to. Which I is, often yeah. say, even if you're only arguing, you're keeping the lines of communication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I'm a firm believer in that, Darina, but I, I have to say that after years of cooking for a family, and I'm really getting very tired of cooking now and it's becoming increasingly difficult to come up with new ideas. And so it's great to get just somebody to say, look, this is simple. Try it. Mm -hmm. I know. Well, I also uh, I'll send you a present. I'm going to send you a present of my last book, which is uh, actually it's got a a hopeless title. It just says how to cook 100 recipes that everybody should know. But there are lots of little very it's really for people who think now this is not I'm not saying this is you, uh, but for people (laughs) who have a mystery around cooking or feel they uh, they can't cook. So I wrote this book 
especially for them and a lot of parents give it to their kids going off to college and everything and but there's lots of lovely little simple easy ideas in it that maybe that I'll get you all excited again yeah. that will be absolutely lovely so I have many I'll of your the address that yeah. I'll send it I to have you. many That's of your cookery books already and I'm a great fan and I have well, I mean, Myrtle's who, who cookery books another of my cookery books I love anyway, cookery books are. I read them like I re- read a novel I just look, love looking at them yeah. Darina um, Allen thank you so much for joining us this morning we're privileged to have you on Scarf Bay Community Radio uh, and thank you for taking the time to talk to us. And happy uh, St. Valentine's Day to all of you and all of your listeners. And thank you for inviting me. I've loved talking to you. Thank you bye very then. much, Trina. Thanks, Thanks Trina. Bye-bye Bye-bye.